G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 475 of the Trainsmith Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, and might as well put yourself down for a couple at trainsmove.com or you can send them through to tim at trainsmove.com now a little while ago i applied for a coaching role on a small continental cycling team here in australia and i was pretty honest with it all uh, the goal for me is to learn as much as i hum- you know as much as humanly possible dealing with um elite athlete elite cyclists trying to make it over in Europe we've most of them got you know part-time slash full-time jobs or they're at university it's just a low budget cycling team and I thought you know little ripper that it ticks a lot of my boxes so I applied and it didn't hear back from a while and then got got the nod saying you know would like to have a chat with you so um it's funny because I've I've never needed um, I've just always fallen into jobs, and I've never really applied for jobs. I, you know, don't have resume or anything like that. And it's it's funny because my daughter's set looking for work now, and and my wife goes, "We've got to do your resume." And I said, "Do they still have resumes?" I go, "You just do all that through LinkedIn, isn't it now?" But no, they they still do resumes. So that that took me by surprise. Um, but um, but I still don't have a I don't have a resume. Um, but so I get in job interviews. I've I've done a you know I don't know if I've really done a job interview. I just fall into jobs. But uh, oh no, I, pro- I have. Sorry, uh, it was my first job out of school at seventeen. But since then I've I just go just turn up and I get work I've, I've never been out of work since leaving school and now even when i had my own company um you know I, I guess they're like job interviews you tender for jobs um which are just miserable doing big government tenders um but anyway i'm going way off the chart here so um I, and I did. I didn't send a resume or anything. I just g- gave a quick description what who I am, what I've done, what I'm doing, um, what I think I can bring. That that's as good as it got. Just a few good paragraphs. Anyway, so, so we get on to um, like a video call, and and I I thought oh, I I probably stand a chance, and I and I made it pretty clear that I'm not not one that's going to be going around to to races. So I can't can't be leaving my my current job and and nor would i want to leave this job you know i'm hoping they're going to keep me where i work i've got a pretty cool job i'm hoping they're going to keep me here till the day i retire but um but i said you know told them what i can do from the comforts of tasmania and i thought oh you know i may stand a chance because they've got a few riders here in tasmania and um so get on there and because i've never really done a job interview i've done a lot of um business meetings uh, trying to get contracts and stuff but never a jo- proper job interview thing so so i just i'll i'll just break the ice and start off with a joke get on there and i say 
you guys uh, want to know my bike size, do you? So you can send me over a bike and what type I'm after. And they just looked at me like, what? <laughs> it was, I'm thinking, well, that, that that joke went down like a lead fart. And I got this big smile on my face. And it took like, oh, I'd say about three good Mississippis before they triggered that, oh, this bald-headed turds made a joke. And it didn't go down that well. But anyway, it's uh, and I it's it's not what I visualised it was going to be the, the the interview. I I said I saying you want me to bring um, a screen share, so you could and I could show them. But I said I can't. I've got to get athletes approval that I coach, so I can't show you any of theirs. But I can show you my program and show you you know and I can break down the session and and everything like that through through t- um, today's plan. But uh, it was, yeah, it, it, they, you know, a little bit of understanding on what this does and that does. But yeah, I was a bit disappointed, and I haven't heard back since. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they've had to, had better offers. But anyway, I just, I just wanted to share the story because it was just funny. That, you know, their their looks when I said, yeah, "You could want to know my bike size and what what to send over," and they're just like, "Well, went down like a big lead fart." Anyway. Today's question comes from Gear, who um, sent a few questions in over the time. I used to keep a spreadsheet on everything, but I've been a bit very hopeless, or I would just bring it all up and start naming the um, episodes that you've had the um, questions to. So I should start that um, spreadsheet back up. Anyway, so... He's right. Um, I'm an average age group, but aiming at 70.3s and Olympic distances with a total of approximately 400 training hours per year. I like how you did that to let me know how many hours a year you did. Uh, How in a percentage should these hours be distributed among the bike, run and swim? For example, swim 10%, bike 50% and run 40%. In addition, should there be adjustments in the percentages distribution through the year? Disregard concerns of injuries and any special needs to improve a single discipline. Um... To be honest, I've never once looked at um, how to distribute an athlete's training program on a percent. Now we're going to be focusing on ten percent of cycling. If we can get the thirty-eight percent or ten percent of swimming, and if we can get the thirty-eight percent on the on the run, and I've never looked at that. Um, the way I do it is I, I create. A structured temp or I create a template um, for for every athlete most athletes I coach at the moment especially at the moment run on a seven-day cycle template um, shift workers they're a bit different um, people like myself um, who's got different type of works where one week I work 60 hours the next week I work 24 hours that's uh, you know and it, it takes a four-week cycle to, to run around my work um, I used to coach uh, a person who was on the, the fireman's roster where they'd do two days, two nights, four days off two days, two nights, four days off 12 hour shifts so that's, I forget how many weeks that is a cycle, um, that might be close to four week cycle too um, to, to do that full rotation so whatever, whatever that is, you've got to create a, a template so 
um, you know what's going, you know what's going to be going on. So you know, like every Monday, you know, for example, you know every Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings you've got to swim, and then you got Tuesday, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday afternoon. That's bike ride, and you know, you just know. And what you do within those sessions um, are going to be different from one week to another or one block to another. And what you, um, and you, and, and you've got to be flexible. So, you know, what, you've had to be busy a week at home or busy a week at work or whatever, and you, you've got to wipe out a couple of days or move some days around. That's there, but you can instantly plug yourself back into that template. Um, think of it like you look at the. Look at look at look at the best in your age group, for instance. Your quali- Kona qualifiers, that um, you the ones that do it all the time. They've got a proven system. They're 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 in. So, um, they race, they recover, they have some time off, and then they can plug themselves straight back into that proven system. And they know that what they're going to have to do to get to that fit fit area, um, fit spot. So. The first things first is I'd be creating an actual template, your weekly structured skeleton with what you do every single week. Every single week, all year round. Now, what you can do is, you know, let's say your bike ride Saturday, um, for instance, is going to be on an average two hours a week, a two-hour bike ride. As you're getting to a 70.3, getting close to a 70.3, well, then that's going to have to increase to around four hours or so. So you know, but you know you that bike ride's there. You, the time on that bike ride's going to change, but you've still got that structure that you're you're going by. So you and and really, you're the best person to know what this structure should be. For instance, you know that um, you know. Oh, I've got a kid. Your child, your daughter's got to be uh, dancing every Wednesday at seven o'clock. She's there for an hour. I could probably get a 50-minute run in during that hour as I drop her off, or whatever it is. So you you kind of know what you can and can't do during the week. So get a get a spreadsheet out um, or pen and paper. Just structure a nice nice week, and then the the goal for the really the goal for um, the next few weeks is to um, maximize the benefits of this week. To constantly look at ways of improving your structured week and all of a sudden you might find you've got a little bit more time on on a Wednesday than if you did this or if you move your um, Wednesday and Thursday around that's going to provide this you might be able to go a little bit harder and easier on this day or whatever it is constantly always constantly look at optimizing your your week Um, and then from from there you can just keep analyzing your training log um go, going back to your training log training diary whatever whatever you use that's some of the most valuable bit of information you'll ever have it just there and it's all it's all there for you um but but for instance if you got um 400 hours a week sorry 400 400 hours a year so you're looking roughly about 8 hours a week thereabouts so 
not without knowing very little here, um, I would probably look at doing something of the lines of um, sw- swimming. Uh, swimming Monday, yeah, I'd, I'd pencil something in every every day if possible, and take a day off if needed when your body's saying, or if when life jumps in in the way and ha- and forces you to take a day off. Um, that's why that way you're maximizing every day and if you start off oh, I'm sore and tired right well I've got a you know a speed session I'm just going to cut the guts out of that and just turn it into an easy session um, still feel tired and uh, during the you know warm-up call it quits and have the rest of the day off or so you, you've got those options but I'd be looking at something of the lines of swimming every Monday uh, making that you know probably aerobic i'd be only swimming once a week if i've got these sort of um training hours once and to have this as a a a template and you can play around with this but i'd be looking at doing it once a week one swim a week um and be probably keeping it aerobic um bike on tuesday and that would probably be more of a strength session so low cadence work on that one whether you're doing hill repeats or if you're indoors just dropping that cadence down to 55 rpm and doing start off with doing one minute efforts one minute on one minute off and start and then increase slowly increase so you're doing four minutes on two minutes off and then you can you can build that all the way up to 30 minutes or so or you, you'd want to be doing it for a while before you're doing a solid 30 minutes at that but going you can do six six minutes on six minutes off sort of thing but you can play around with it but, but i'd be looking at building using tuesday as a strength run i'd be trying to do more of a track type of workout run workout um if you if it's the olympic distance stuff i'd be keeping your intervals under uh, under 800 as you're getting closer to your 70.3 i'd be looking at increasing them over 1200 to one mile to two to 5k efforts um on, on wednesday uh what do we got thursday i'd probably put in a bike but that'd be more of a faster session trying to maybe sit in the oh, early part of the seasons try and hit you some more vo2 work and then as you're getting closer to um 70.3 i'd be looking at doing that more of a threshold type of type of ride and um, run on friday i'd be looking at adding more of a strength type of workout so looking for hills um love a good hill <laughs> um so running up hills and then bike i'd be making that your aerobic long bike ride so most of the year i'd be looking at sitting at around two hours and then as you're getting closer to your 70.3 increasing that to four hours and then saturday would be your long run so again aerobic day the goal would be to try and keep that at two hours all year round as you're getting closer to um your 70.3 i'd be adding a little bit of spice into that whether you're doing the last you know 20 minutes at race effort or um one mile on one mile off i also like to if your legs are starting to feel flat during um a 70.3 build adding the odd um yeah once every three weeks once every four weeks adding like a two-hour run with um 
an hour, so if it's a two-hour run, adding 90 minutes of it is 200 metres a little bit faster than race pace. So fast feet is the trying to get faster feet. So 200 metres fast, 200 metres easy. But the, I can't illustrate this enough. 200 metres fast isn't fast. It, it's, you know, 20 seconds faster than race pace at most you just really is to have um to limit the ground contact time but as, as quickly as you can think of fast feet fast feet and i'd be looking at doing something like that um if you got time for some strength work whether it's body weight stuff even if it's just uh, three 10 minute sessions per per week thrown into it if that's you know you're struggling with that set yourself up that routine i think i mentioned it a a couple of podcasts ago or thereabouts where you do um wake up before you do a single you know single thing you do a six minute core strength session just it goes for six minutes just focusing on core balance and um well that's basically what you're focusing on six minutes six days a week Every week you've got 36 minutes of strength work. It's just instantly build up and then you can go and have your have a cup or whatever you do in your morning routine. But I'd be trying to look at doing something like that. That's how I would look at doing it at a, at a glance. And I don't know what that would equal. I've ne- I haven't done the maths on how much cycling or how many bike rides or... Uh, that but you'd be doing what is it one two three, three bike rides one one two three three runs and one swim so, so that that would get you through just about most 70.3 races in um olympic distance and it's what you do within those weeks um and you you got to reverse engineer your goal too so you start off with race day and then work your way back on how far you are back so if you're 20 weeks back from a 70.3 what you were trying to achieve then you've got to start mapping that start mapping that bad boy out now and start tar- start heading in that direction you want to be come race day but you create recommend this for everyone create yourself this template that's going to just see that you can plug yourself into when you're ready to go pull yourself out of um and make changes as you go what you you know you oh, set set yourself a template that it doesn't sound sexy it, it doesn't it, you create a template but you know um like the athletes I coach they know that this day on this you know you know as i've mentioned just about everyone that i coach has has a, has a template for them and i create that pretty early it, it changes pretty rapidly when i first start working with an athlete because the first month or two when you start working with an athlete is all about getting to know each other so that changes a bit what what works what's not working and and stuff but once we create establish that athlete knows that every you know i've got one athlete every thursday is is their long run day 
um, they just know that's their long run day. So, and not only do they know that, their family knows it. They just know the whole routine. So you, it just minimizes any it minimizes any stress that doesn't need to it occur. And then all of a sudden there might be an issue or whatever. They still know that day days a run. They and if you need to swap a day or you got to be flexible, but it's just. It's worth its weight in gold, and if you can just constantly optimize that um, template and always look for ways to improve it, um, and as life changes, you can increase, decrease, whatever it is. But but if it's a, if it's a good system and it works for you, and it's you can just plug yourself into that at any time. So that's what I recommend. I hope that helps. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com. Until next episode. Hey, Ray.